The following podcast contains spoilers. This is the Bunzarelli Show. Alright, this is the Bungarelli Show. My name is Joe. Uh, I got Kaim with me. Kaim, how you doing, bud? Pretty good, you? Good, good. Kaim, before even starting the show, um, gauging from the internet, like big podcasts and small podcasts, there's like this there's this like theory about the continuity being broken. And it, it goes, like I'm saying, it's going all across the, the spectrum. And I I'm not seeing it. I'm breaking it down. Um, and I want to get your thoughts on this because I don't see it's like like it's, it's like the official stance. Like, what do we feel about this? Because I don't see the problem. So this is the the message that Leia sends to R two to Obi One. Yeah, because everybody's saying, "Oh, she can't know who Obi One is. She needs to have her mind wiped." And I watch another like uh, podcast like like us, and they were like, "Like, man, if she doesn't get her mind wiped, I'm out." And yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Here's the message. So the message is General Kenobi. I'm just gonna the part. I'm just gonna read the parts that refer to their relationship because yeah. General Kenobi. Years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. Now he begs you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I'm unable to present my father's request to you in person, but my ship has fallen under attack. I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. So what I'm saying is, what part of this message does it say that she can't know who he is? Yeah, that says I don't know who you are. Yeah, and it's like. Even if she found out some of this information, and it's like, it's like me saying to you, mm. like, 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 suppose like we stopped doing this, and then like we were going to do another podcast, and I said, or somebody else came to you, said, hey, Kaim, you were on the Bunzarelli show. Yeah, I want. It, they're telling you, you know, <laughs> it's okay. You know what I mean? Like she's like, of course, Obi Wan's going to say, duh, I know this stuff, but she's, I'm taking it as she's saying this stuff to bring a point to him. Yeah, like yo, because she doesn't. And even if she did or didn't, you know, at the end, she's going to learn more about Obi-Wan. Yeah. Right now, she just thinks he's a Jedi and her dad sent him to go rescue her. But, you know, later it's going to be like, tell me about this guy and yeah. she'll find out more. But even if she knew it now, I don't. Do you see a continuity issue? No, I've, I've, I don't see a continuity uh, issue. And I didn't even hear about that gripe. And like to me, just reading or um, listening to that piece of dialogue. Yeah. It doesn't even seem like something to gripe about. It just seems more so like exposition from a writing standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something that was needed to push the story forward through a character. Not yeah. necessarily addressing a character's um relationship with Obi-Wan. And that happens all the time too, yeah. where they're just they're they're saying stuff that's like, duh, why are you saying this yeah. out loud? You're saying it for us, the audience. Yeah, they're addressing the audience. They're not necessarily addressing the character. Yeah. It's exposition. So and maybe it was just like the two people. It, it was basically because one of them was a bigger podcast. And yeah. it's like because they're and they're they're guys that were that are older than me. So they're OT first before the prequels. Like that, that's yeah. their bread and butter there yeah. obviously they watched them all but it's like so they're looking for that line but i think maybe they missed something and like because i'm like i watched the video i'm like what am i missing here and like yeah. what's the thing so i'm just i'm just clarifying that i'm not the only one that feels that way really the thing i had trouble with um the one that was going to bother me the most that i was letting slide because i'm enjoying the show yeah was the grand inquisitor that was really bothering me, yeah. and I was trying to play it off cool because I'm like, uh, I just don't like them throwing Dave Filoni's stuff in the trash like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
here we go. Yeah, we saw <laughs> that worked itself out pretty yeah. quick. Like, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what did, how did you feel about this episode, the way it opened up? You got Anakin. What did you think about that? Honestly, this episode, I will say, is like single most like best piece of content I've gotten from, yeah. from, from the Disney, you know what I mean, period. Yeah. I really enjoyed this episode. It was, um, it was something that, like, it was something that I can, like, remember walking away seeing these movies as a kid. Like, afterwards, you kind of just have this buzz. Yeah. You have this feeling inside of you, like, oh, man, like, I really just saw something, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's something that's been missing out from pieces that they've been giving us. Yeah. You know, we get these cool dialogues and all this, and they give this fan service, but there really hasn't been that generating, like, buzz feeling afterwards. And this episode delivered on it. And it, it didn't just, like, pander. Like, oh, here's no. your cake. Like, it... it it did a lot for the story. It definitely did. I mean, like first of all, obviously Hayden and, and Ewan are older. Yeah. But they didn't try any fancy stuff, and it was okay. Yeah. It was like, I don't care. Like, I'm just glad you guys did this. Like, you had the exactly. balls to do it. Exactly. And, and they did it. But they what, what it did was the conversations and the things they're doing during the duel are reflecting with what's going on in Vader. Yeah. And you, you could see like the you, mindsets of both of them, how they approach, um, how they approach difficult situations. And they both know each other. Exactly. They both know how each other operates and they're telling that through the story. So it, it like, it gave, it, it wasn't just like a gimmick, which I would have been fine with the gimmick. That's when they were first doing that. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. And I thought they were, I thought like, okay, the Ahsoka cameo is coming, uh-huh. but obviously this is, um, attack of the clones era Anakin. Cause you see, he's got the, the Padawan yeah. and it was better. They could do that stuff. Now that they've broken this, they could do that in Ahsoka. That would mean more there. Yeah, definitely. To tie it together, to be like, because, yeah, she's from the cartoons, the Clone Wars, but just that little bit, just to be like, okay. And and they're kind of opening up that door anyway, because they're mentioning other Jedi that you haven't seen. That some, yeah. Like Qui-Gon Voss was in the Clone Wars. Yeah, I love it. This, this episode is amazing. And once again, what this is doing, the most important thing this show is doing, because... We know Obi Wan lives. We know Vader lives. We know all these. But what yeah, it's yeah. doing is it is it's it's really cementing that that Vader Anakin thing. Yeah, which is really important to the whole super saga. Super important. It, it's super important. It, instead of just being that leap, and that that's why I think when it came to the prequels, how people didn't like the prequels as much. Yeah. Now that we're getting all this stuff, people are looking back, and because we got to see that relationship between Obi Wan and Vader, it cements stuff so much more. Yeah, and this is just capitalizing on it even more. And it makes um, I, when I watched a scene, and I know you're about to watch, go to the shows again. Yeah, and and I am too because I'm ready for it. But when I was watching the clip, um, even Obi Wan's reaction to stuff, mm-hmm. you kind of read into it a little better. Yeah, it, it, it really it really gives a lot to both. Like this show, the one triumph it's doing is it's giving um. It's given weight to both the prequel. It's it's adding to both. Yes, of them. yes, it is. Because because now when you see like Obi Wan just sitting back looking at the message from Leia, mm-hmm. and he knows it more. And the fact too that that Bail Organa is actually showing that he knows more and more than you couldn't really gauge too much at the end of Episode Three because everything was happening so yeah, yeah, fast. Yeah. But the fact that like no, he understands the importance of these kids, the importance of everything, and like. Like he's even though it's you know his daughter and he's worried something happened, he also knows the in the bigger picture. Yeah, he's he's got to go help with Luke, and he knows Owen, 
And we got to get to that part too because Reva knows Owen specifically. I yeah. I forgot that from that first uh, that, first episode. Yeah. Now all of a sudden that makes sense because yeah. she knows exactly where to knows go, who he is. Yep. Yeah. Um. And I wanted to zip to that because I got some theories about what's going to go down there. Mm. But uh, there was so much happening in this. Um. I just I really I, I can't Vader. Yeah. Vader. This was the best, in my opinion. This was the best piece of Vader we got as yeah. far as seeing him fight. You know what I mean? Like we've never, I've never seen that. No, I've never seen that from Vader. We've always either seen him really clunky, clunky and slow. Yeah. Or we saw like a really cool. I forget what um. Which Rogue one, one. Rogue One. We saw the cool um hallway scene. Yeah, I like this, this better. Was, this was amazing. You know what I mean? And then I was watching it um with my fiance, and she's wondering like, oh well, how come he's so much stronger? And then I had to break down to her. We're like, well, because he was mutilated, um, Sidious made him this suit that enhanced his force powers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did it enhance it, or was he yes. just always powerful? He was, he was he always was a powerful, one. but yeah. the suit also enhanced it. You know, so he had this raw, just un- that's why he was such a force he is. But you can see he's still slow, but he has like, because you know he was inspired off of like uh, samurai. His whole look was inspired off of like samurai from the Japanese era. Okay, and you see that when he's like fighting against her, how his quick side moves, he just sidesteps. It's not really like the other Jedi, uh, Jedi or Sith leap and bound and jump around and like swoop under each other and stuff his is just precise movement precise counters precise counters strike back and just to see that he didn't even need a lightsaber to fight yeah you know it was just straight force like you're not hitting me and then i don't know that whole that whole sequence it really just gave me goosebumps then the part where he takes her lightsaber breaks it in half and gives her half yeah and that came down to more of like the thinking of how the old sith were with the rule of two yeah, every Sith Grandmaster knew at some point my my following is going to try and kill me. I expect that that's part of the rule. I expect them to try and overtake me. So he already knew in his mind. It was just, it was just, it was great. Yeah, and he wanted. He was like kind of toying with her too. Exactly. Like, like we're, oh exactly. yeah, let's do. Because first he grabbed it. I thought she was going, and he just broke it yeah, in half. Like, no, like, let's do this. Yeah, that was cool. And I there's so much going on in this episode. So much, you know? but. It, it's better. I like him better this way than Rogue One because yeah. I could picture this Vader fighting Obi-Wan. Even that lightsaber fight not being as good, obviously it was the first thing they did. Yeah. But it almost makes more sense now. Yeah. Because it's like, because Vader physically isn't going to move that fast. So nope. he's going to depend on other stuff like the Force and things. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, he wasn't, he just out bested fenced her and a lot of force because you even think about like him with luke like he's just swinging that stuff around the, the building yeah and even even when those scenes with with luke were better choreographed it was still like the basic there's no way you're gonna do backflips with robot legs and stuff exactly. it's not gonna happen yeah, yeah. and obi-wan is older and he just what do you need you know what i mean they're not fighting on that level anymore mm. the reva stuff so reva turns out to be Neutral, kind of. Well, the youngling. Yeah, yeah. And then she's got her plan with Vader. She's got the long game. And she's still alive. And I think you caught that on the last episode, too. You said that you thought she would have um, something to do with the the Padawan. Yeah. You thought you had saw her as a little girl in there. So, yeah, that checked out. I, yeah, I thought, how does that make her an Inquisitor, and how why is she with Vader? But that was the thing. She was planning on fight, killing him the whole time. To him, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. She'll probably have some grand redemption. I feel like they always, whenever it's a character who's just like overly trying to be bad and it just seems like no matter what, they're just going against every, they're always the opposing force. Even when it's the same team that they're on, they're at, that opposing force, mm-hmm. she's going to get some kind of redemption. I redemption have, arc. I, well, uh, I have a different theory. I think she's, I think she's going to, well, 
I think she's going after Luke. Yeah. And I think she's gonna I think I think that surprise because to do a fight with Obi Wan would be too it'd be too weird. Yeah. Oh, obviously Obi Obi Wan's gonna do what he has to do to protect Luke. Yeah, yeah. But also Obi Wan has got Vader on his tail. And it just seems like I could get a I would be okay if they didn't fight again. Yeah. But I think from a show perspective, they kind of think like we better have them fight again. Because they're the, the I don't know. I don't Obi-Wan and um Vader. Invader. I don't know. But it doesn't what I'm saying is it, it seems like from episode structure, it seems like but if you make the whole episode you're starting with Vader on his tail. Yeah. And you know Reva's going to Tatooine. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So it's like my I'm thinking Owen's gonna kill her. I think that would be the surprise. You think so? Um, I think maybe Obi Wan does get does get there. I just can't see her besting Obi Wan in battle. But it, I don't think so. That's why I think it will be some sort of like redemption arc kind of thing to where she, you know, what I mean, she comes full circle because she's not doing it out of wanting to hurt anybody else. She's it's it's out of revenge. It's revenge for what happened against her from Anakin, essentially. Yeah, but like, I that's her main driving force. It was, and at this point, I don't see. Her capturing Luke, how's that going to benefit her? Vader's not going to be like, okay, you got Luke, come back. I'm still going to kill you. I think she's thinking she's going to kill Luke to get at Vader. Yeah. Even though Vader doesn't know, but he'll, she'll eventually say that or something or some kind of revenge. Also, I think there's a revenge for Obi. I, I think she feels played by Obi-Wan, too. I don't think so because, because I, Obi-Wan was reaching out to her. She Obi-Wan was saying, I will help you. Let's do this together. Let's do this together. And she's like, no. Screw you. But when Vader said... There's no reason for her to feel betrayed by Obi-Wan. Yeah, but Vader kind of said Obi-Wan was wise to use you against me. Of course. And then it was also could be like... But that's to her own doing. No, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm agreeing with it, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying her, her in her head, mm-hmm. she might feel that way. Yeah. I don't... I, I just don't see... I don't see. They just set it up like she's going there. Something could still turn around, and she might be okay. So yeah. that, that, that's true. There's no, you know, th- maybe that is the more predictable thing too, where yeah. she just. I think she'll be some sort of sacrifice, but it'll be a redemption arc sacrifice. Maybe, yeah, because she's really just been this unlikable character. Like, why are you so hell bent on? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of bring that character around to give them that that feeling of like, okay. We can appreciate this character now versus just you were an a-hole the whole time. Yeah. You know? I just, I don't, but Vader, a, Vader's not going to Tatooine. No, 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 he's not. Like there's no, so they're, they're Obi-Wan and Vader are going to, whatever's going to happen is going to happen in space. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. So it's, it's, does Obi-Wan get there in time? I don't know. That's the, that's the, the cool thing is there's a lot of cool stuff to look forward to because, yeah. because also if you're thinking like, what's the one thing we haven't seen yet is Qui-Gon. And they kind of were quiet about Qui Gon this episode, yeah, but not the, one mention. I still feel like it's coming because they have they mention him too much for him, yeah, to I, not I show agree up. With you on that, because and it's almost oh that was another theory, but it's a long shot, a very long shot, but it would be cool because people were going oh it'd be, it'd be like the the Captain America picking up the hammer moment, yeah, where it's like she goes she turns like she's going in for Luke she turns she goes who are you and then all of a sudden you see Ghost Qui Gon just standing in front of her yeah and then, like he talks her down or something it would just be one of those kind of scenes uh, that's a long shot one yeah. but that'd be pretty neat but I don't know what Qui Gon's gonna say to her but 
Yeah, you what know? can he say? Yeah, like, like whoops, my you? bad. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't do this. Okay, yeah. I'll listen to you. Yeah, random Jedi ghost. <laughs> I guess I'll listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi think it's good to be so far. So do you think at this point, um, Obi-Wan's about to just be like, Leia, you're good now, I'm, I gotta go? I think that's where we're gonna pick up next episode. I believe that uh, at this point in time, the Empire is still playing ball with the Senate. I, st- I think they're gonna use Reva as an excuse to wipe their hands clean of the princess thing. Yeah. And that would be an interesting twist, too, if you see Vader just straight up bring Leia back to uh, Bale and be like, oh, you know, she got in the hand of uh, a rogue, whatever, and just, you know, but still, like, scared the shit out of Bale. Yeah. And Bale would know. Like, that would be a pretty tense moment. And you'd almost have Bale wondering, like, how does she... That's a little weird one, too. I'm just throwing everything out there. Let me ask you something, because I'm not too clear on this. Yeah. At this time, at this point in time, does Vader know that these are his children? No. No, no, I, it wasn't. It wasn't until completely later when he found out. Yeah, he he finds out. Um, I'm gonna remind the audience too. He find I, he finds out about Luke sometime between. It's never actually the moment shown, but it's sometime between A New Hope, mm-hmm. uh, Empire, okay. Empire Strikes Back, and I, actually first it was just assumed that he he found out somehow. Then they added a scene with uh, Ian McDermott. Where he goes, oh, I think this is the son of Skywalker. Yeah. And he's like, how's that possible? But yeah, really, it was like if he just said, like, he heard the name Skywalker, mm-hmm. which even that would be enough because he hasn't. Yeah. But but no, he doesn't know between somewhere. He finds out somewhere between somewhere around Empire, he finds out. And then Leia, he finds out in the final duel. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, twin sister. And that's that's. Uh, so, yeah, Vader doesn't know now, which is what. But Vader was with Leia in A New Hope. So it's like for him to cross paths, that doesn't break any continuity either. Yeah, and I'm not harping on stuff. I, I you know, what I mean, like, uh, so I, I let some stuff slide, like you know, like Darth Vader building C3PO, like whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a small galaxy. It would be cool to see like how Vader reacts to this Leia for a second. Yeah, because we know he has seen Leia before, and Leia some doesn't sort of have, interaction between the two, just a passing something or like a raised eyebrow. Yeah, but I don't know how good they could do it. That would. But like we said, the first opening scene of A New Hope is Vader and Leia. Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering because I feel like I, I feel like Vader is too wise at this point or too tapped into the force to come across and not get some sort of vibe of like you're of significance. You know what I mean? If he can be up in space and he's sitting here and him and Obi-Wan are basically playing mind games back and forth through the force. Yeah, maybe he to won't. be somebody that powerful and come across a young Luke or a long, young Leia. I feel like it would almost have to be to where like you don't come across them. Yeah, it's almost Having, too risky. Yeah, it's, 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 it's too it's, risky to have that person next to you and not notice like you're my daughter or you have some force sense of Padme or anything. Because even Obi Wan sitting here saying like you remind me a lot of Padme without saying yeah. That. And even if even if you could say, well, George Lucas made that mistake in A New Hope, yeah. But at least like, let's not dig into it too more. Let's uh-huh. not. <laughs> let's make that the because then they would have to. They have to have Dave Filoni explain like yeah. the, the behind the scenes. <laughs> show. Well, I thought that they, they make it make sense, but you really you shouldn't have an explanation yeah. for the show to why yeah, this yeah, stuff why corrects did. itself. It should just make sense itself. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you haven't seen haven't Boba seen Fett, but after Boba Fett, they actually there was some story arcs they took, and they're actually explaining the story arcs. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's cool, but you could have explained it better in the show. In the show, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, made it make more sense. You telling me is great, but like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think you're right. I don't think they're gonna mess with the with Leia. Yeah. I guess it's too, and it's unnecessary. Kind mm-hmm. of. It'd be cool though, but at the same time, yeah, yeah, it's, 
It's sketchy territory. So Tala died. I thought Tala was going to make it over to the next show. Mm-hmm. But then we got O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah. We didn't talk about him last week, but I was excited to see him. Just because yeah, yeah, I definitely. like, first of all, I like Ice Cube. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had every Ice Cube album. Really? Like, I think the last one I had was War and Peace, Volume 1 and 2. Okay. And then I kind of stopped there. I, I got in a drain Snoop as a kid, and I'm tangenting off the rap. But <laughs> I got, and I was like, oh, Ice Cube. I actually remember I said to a friend, I was like, man, these guys should do an album together. And they're like, they did. And I was like, what? And then I found more. I got like this wormhole of, yeah. of, of rap. But um, I watched the NWA movie, mm. and I was like, oh, this because we all knew O'Shea Jackson Jr. is playing Ice Cube. Cool, I got to like him from that yeah. I, because he's doing. He looks like his dad, and he's doing his dad. I'm like, oh, so to see him again was just kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. And then still, just see like even outside of character, you're just like, no, you you look like your dad. Yeah, he looks like Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube with, with, hanging out with Obi Wan Kenobi. Like Ice, you never thought I would see this. <laughs> Ice Cube Light. Yeah, Ice Cube Light. <laughs> like, like, Ice, like how close is that? Uh, there was people thought because that they knew he was on the IMDb and he was coming. People thought he was going to be Qui Gon. Uh, Quilon Voss, the other Jedi. Okay, yeah. When they heard Quilon was coming, they thought Quilon maybe was coming from the last episode. But I like, I liked uh, what he's doing. Yeah, definitely. And he's somebody like I thought Tala would. He could survive and go somewhere else. A lot of these characters, because the way they dip into different time periods, yeah. They like Ahsoka. Ahsoka pops up in different. You know, they aren't all destined to die. Yeah. So maybe he'll do something moving forward, especially because I still think this path is a part of the rebellion. So if he makes it over to Andor, and that's something that makes you a little more, that's something going in that you would be like, because like we talked last week, like yeah. what's the excitement of this Andor thing? Yeah. What importance does it have? Yeah. And we don't know because like what we're watching now is a time period that's the thing about the Star Wars saga is. And we 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 had this conversation. We started talking about like Marvel yeah. and Star Wars last week. But the whole thing with I, I think the big problem Marvel's got is when you're watching Marvel and you hear these things are happening and you're seeing like multiverse of madness. So our whole thing with Marvel is like, what are you guys going to do next? Yeah, it's open ended always. But but we're always thinking like, is this it? Is it, are the X Men coming? Yeah. Is this happening? Is this happening? Yeah. And we're kind of like, and then then we get to Doctor Strange and like, well, nothing really happened. Yeah. It was good, but it was like, and it's not their fault. They never promised us anything. Yeah. But we're like, we're kind of spoiled by it. But the fact with Star Wars is is we don't we're not expecting anything. Nope. We're not like th- this is we know what happens. We we've know seen, the beginning and we know the end. We've seen all these characters yep. like we know when everybody dies, how everybody dies, but it's like this is cool. Exactly. You're exploring stuff. Now, to the contrary, as you were talking about the movies doing stuff like different. Yeah. Um Taiki Watiti. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to do uh, a, a Star Wars movie. And I've actually seen an article and he goes, yeah, this, this is going to be removed from everything. It's going to be new characters new time period good he's like look at star wars kind of going along what you were saying yeah he's like you got to make this thing bigger exactly like it's outer space and we're just small and we're just focusing on skywalkers yeah even the skywalker saga and but even like okay so and there's ways to do it good but yeah cinematically no i don't need to see like luke's other grandchildren or what the people that ray train like when yeah that's as far as saga now when you explore luke like in in the mandalorian and boba fett or if um like Mandalorian's time period is that little sweet spot that nobody's talked about yeah. much. Same as this, that little sweet, the, the little sweet spots of, of time yeah. and the cast of characters. So he could like, if he goes far away and just totally different stuff happening yeah. or it, even if they just went through clone wars again, but it was like, here's some Plo Koon. 
Yeah, just you know a different I mean? Clone Wars a story. Different, a different Clone Wars story. Yeah. Even if they go through these same time periods, there's so many more Jedi, so many more species of alien and all that kind of stuff and lifestyles and cultures that you can go through. Yeah, and it doesn't and need to be... we're just kind of seeing it just a linear way. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be part of the big picture. It can nope. just be like this story of this dude. I think the other thing is like get away from the trilogies. I think they're yeah, learning exactly. that. Like, wow, we can learn. We can see standalone stuff. Yeah, and I, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would rather go see one movie with a beginning and end because, like we said, if you if you're waiting for the next thing and then it's a letdown, that's the part that's yeah, that's a little like if you were to say like the Last Jedi, yeah. like I took risks and it kind of went off the beaten path right or wrong but then like the one after that they're like oh god they didn't like any of that let's play it safe yeah. and let's just give them like our the best they're really trying to do like an avengers ending like let's give them the grand yeah give them the give them what they want just give them all the stuff they like and it and then like you walk out of there like that meant what what did i get out of that exactly <laughs> like i got like what was that what was the point of all of that yep and th- it just didn't need to be done and then you get you get stories like this like you get a, th- this story and you and me joke and it's still there it is still there to the fact that like the scenery seems small. Yeah. Like even when when Hayden was like looking at uh Coruscant, like I, I noticed it I actually watched this one four times. I did like to, to watch it, to take notes watch, and I did one more before we started recording just to like that yeah. but I was like I saw like one ship flying. Yeah. Which is okay. It didn't take me out because the story is so yeah good. The story and what they're doing is so good. You could, you don't need all that. And you know what caught me on that too is the the scale size of the cargo ship when Vader was stopping it. Yeah, it seemed a lot sm- smaller for it to be an escape cargo ship that's carrying a hundred couple of couple hundred people off. It seemed like a, a cruiser size. Yeah, a lot of that the, the ship stuff wasn't. Which and the part that I don't understand mm. is it, it can't be a budgeting or technology issue because. This ain't this isn't happening on the Mandalorian. Nope. So I don't know why it's like that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. And this director has worked on Mandalorian stuff. That's Deborah. Ch- I can't remember the specific episode, but she did it. Uh, so I don't know why this seems like lower budget. Yeah. I don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't take me out of it. Because like yeah. we said, this this was awesome. It's just a little. It, it's just well, a little. All. Yeah. It's just. I think. Well, I'm just curious about it. Uh huh. The day. I mean, I know a lot of things were like, was this thing filmed like during the height of COVID? Because I know that stuff messed up yeah. certain like slowed down productions of yeah, things. Yeah. And it's, so it's Access very... Access to certain things and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And maybe this thing was being filmed before Mandalorian, the second season. Who knows? Yeah. But it's just, it's just like I said, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't take... And I want to feel like, like I said, we, I love this episode. I think it's, it's very good for the saga and everything it's doing. Definitely. Definitely. I love this episode for sure. I, I even had to rewind it. <laughs> yeah. Especially when Vader, like, Vader was going through the whole thing with Reva. I, the Vader-Reva fight was yeah, awesome. I rewinded it. I was like, I got to go back and watch that again. Yeah, he just, like like I said, he moved more like Vader than than the hallway scene in Rogue yes. One. The hallway scene in Rogue One was cool. It was like, okay, he's capable of it. But this was like, okay, I could see I could see this Vader fighting Obi-Wan in yes. A New Hope. Yes. And, oh, that was something that I took a lot more of from this scene. Mm-hmm. Because, like, one of the, the lines Vader says to Obi-Wan is, when I last left you, and obviously George Lucas wrote all this stuff, and, you know, he, whatever, you know, he tried to line everything up. But certain lines, it, it, they, you could actually make them better. Like, when Vader says to Obi-Wan, when I last left you, I was the learner. Now I am the master. Yeah. So, instead of saying, like, when I last met you, you chopped my legs off, it's like, oh, no, 
you like actually because Vader kind of picked up like, oh, Obi Wan's schooling me right now. Yeah, and it's like he come out of that mind frame like I'm I ain't letting him pull that again on me. Like he he used my anger against, against me. me. Yeah. I think maybe. It because Hayden had said in interviews, he was like, Well, this version of Vader is younger and he's trying to feel himself out. Yep, which, yeah, I mean, dark side or not, he's new at this. I was gonna say, I kind of like it because it almost it almost um echoes off of what they tried to do with Kylo Ren, but they made Kylo Ren way too emotional. Yeah, you know what I mean? It kind of echoes off that young Vader that they wanted because I feel like that's what they try to do with Kylo, yeah, is give that young Vader feel, but they're nailing it with this one, yeah. And he's but now that you say it, I see those those shades of like more power, like I see those shades of Kylo, yeah. But what it does is at some point, I think Vader calms down by a new hope, and I I I see an emperor thing coming too because I think I think I don't know if they know what Reva knew. That grabbing no, because how many inquisitors know that grabbing the Leia would draw Obi Wan out? Yeah. So what is it that makes them not try this again? Mm-hmm. What I think it is is like maybe the Emperor puts the kibosh on this because, like I said, they're still playing ball at the Senate. Yeah. And he's like, "Look, we you you're getting carried away here with this Obi Wan thing. Yeah, yeah. Like we got we got bigger fish here. Go hang out with Tarkin. I'm building this thing or something to that effect. Like, yeah, you got to calm down because I don't think." Because, you know, over through time, Inquisitors disappear and stuff, and that'll probably, well, a lot of them are killed in Rebels, but, you know, I, I just, I feel like that's more of a thing. Like, what what keeps them from trying that again? Yeah. That's why I think, because Ian McDermott said something at a comic event, he's like, oh, you'll feel my presence during, you know, it's just say a little show being filmed right now, so it's either Obi-Wan or Andor, but I could see that, like, a little resolution, like a little hologram message from the Emperor, just like, what are you doing? You know, things like that. Yeah, I think it'll pop up. Yeah. I think it's almost needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, to, something to just like really put the uh, like, like the end of the end of episode three. Like, let's put all the the yeah. pieces where they need to be. Even if it's just a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> Which most likely I feel like it would be. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. A lot of his cameos are just holograms. Yeah, and it's just more or less. It kind of goes with the continuity that like he they play in the shadows. Yeah, because they show like even. Um, in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. that uh, he goes, well, the Emperor is coming. He's not as forgiving as I am when they're, they're building the second Death Star. And everybody's like, like the Emperor's coming? Like, that was like, I think they kind of, they haven't alluded to it. I mean, they haven't delved into it that much, but I think the idea is the, the Emperor was very secluded and aloof. Yeah, like, I've exactly. actually read that somewhere, but it kind of makes sense that he doesn't, he doesn't come running for everything. Nope. Now, he would come running for a second Death Star. Yeah. Yes, but you're not going to like, Come. He's that myth of almost like, is he real? Yeah, he's like that that urban legend. Yeah, that everybody's kind of like fearing. Like they know Vader's real, but is there's something a bigger bad than Vader? You know, and that's something I'm I'm interested to see in Andor too. That I mm-hmm. think we're gonna see because you see, um, Mon Mothma actually at the Galactic Senate. Yeah, that was one of the things that caught me because I'm like, I want to actually see kind of like the politics of what's going on because they were trying to touch it on episode three and actually scrapped like some un- undeleted scenes because they didn't they didn't fit the pace of the story yeah but now you have room to tell that kind of stuff because once again tv you could explore and stuff yeah that's the point i'm at uh watching star wars now i was talking about it earlier is like so i've watched star wars in my lifetime over maybe three times and it's a whole entirety yeah once as a a teenager uh-huh once as like 
21, 23 or whatever. And then now I'm 30 and I'm watching it again. So now I'm watching it and I'm seeing like the political side of it, the, yeah. the grander scale of like what was actually going on. Why are these factions fighting? Like, you know, the politics side. It's just, it's amazing how you, many times you can watch this and get so many different layers from it. Because I want to yeah. say when I watched it, it was like 21, 23 or whatever. It was more the emotional connections that were made between the characters. Yeah. You know? Even like, well, even like when you watch, uh, going back to like Obi-Wan when he's watching the message. Yeah. And then he's like, you must come with me. Like he's talking to Luke. And I think he kind of knows like, okay, this is what we've been waiting for. It's go time. Yeah. Bale knows what Obi-Wan's doing there. Mm -hmm. So for Bale to say, yo, Obi-Wan, we need you. It's big stuff. Yeah. That it it gives more weight to that because he's saying, no, I got to take you out of your post again. Yeah. Because this this is what you've been waiting for. This is the big. This is it's not going to get bigger than this. Yeah, they're building a a, a dead star. So yeah. it's like, you know, get off the bench, buddy. <laughs> and Obi Wan kind of knows that. He goes, oh, you must come with me. And then they're, you know, it just it's going to give more. Like I said, I watched a little bit of that, but yeah. it's gonna that's gonna hit you different too. Because I'm I'm gonna go through the whole saga myself. Yeah, I think the sequels might deserve a a revisit. They do. I think so because I think maybe. Like the prequels, mm-hmm. so like there might be some redeeming qualities in them. And the same thing is like, okay, so like you know, like the prequels weren't well received in the beginning, yeah. I and mean, that was your first Star Wars, mm-hmm. okay. So the sequels is somebody's first Star Wars, yeah. There's little girls that dress up as Ray, yeah. You know what I mean? And if they felt like the third one fell flat, they're not thinking as hard as we are about nope. it. Because if you think about Returning the Jedi, besides the Anakin Luke stuff. It was like a bunch of Ewoks and, you know, there was, there was some silly stuff there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like compared to, you know, everything had, the, the whole series has had ups and downs. Stormtroopers in the butt with rocks and stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we would have made fun of that. Like if it was an internet yeah. back then, it would be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, memes, <laughs> meme central. Yeah, meme central. Like here's a piece of wood in the string. And now all of a sudden, you know, the things that bother people are so funny now. Yeah. The thing's never been perfect. But I, I'm curious about that too, especially um, Last Jedi. mm because like looking at it again, maybe without the expectations. Because when we saw it first, like, oh, Luke's back. What's Luke going to be like? And we're yeah. all like, eh, I don't like this Luke. But maybe we'll look at it again and be like. And we can understand this Luke. Why that Luke is that way. Yeah. And then even. I think that's what they do the best about this whole Star Wars thing. Yeah. It's like you keep seeing different time periods. You might not understand it. You might not understand it. But then you look at it again from a later piece or an earlier piece and it's like okay i can understand yeah it's like mentality standpoints of each character well even the stuff they're doing in the mandalorian Mm. they're they're kind of you can kind of see that they know the sequels are coming yeah they're not pretending it's not happening and that's happened with the clone wars the clone wars helped enhance the anakin obi-wan and make them yeah cooler and explore them and get to know them more and i think they're going to kind of do that like I, I definitely think the stuff with like Grogu and the wanting his blood and the Jedi stuff I think they're even hinting at it Obi-Wan too yeah like the kidnapping of like the tombs for Jedi I think it's all working towards that, that Palpatine's already thinking of cloning cloning so. yeah 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 but I got that feeling too when yeah. I saw those Jedi's like why else would you keep yeah their you, bodies you, you want know? the midichlorians and it's yep. funny because people used to laugh at midichlorians but yep. now even like um, uh, Moff Gideon said it to the Mandalorian like his yep. midichlorian like it's like it's like no, sorry, George Lucas made it. It's here now. Yeah, you got. We're we're rolling with this, and um, but also like the you know they're showing kind of like the first order, like there's remnants of the Empire. The Empire, which is actually pretty realistic. 
It's not like you blow up the Death Star and the Emperor and everybody just goes, oh, we're out of work. You know, yeah. you got a bunch of troops and captains around. Yeah. You'd have to whittle that down. But the, somebody, I had read an article before that they're saying that Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Luke having that relationship that they have, mm-hmm. that could kind of clear up a lot of stuff too because she could tell Luke more about like her her father and things that went down. And don't forget, Ahsoka's been burned by the Jedi as well. Yeah. So that might change his perspective, and it might actually... They and I don't know if they're thinking that hard, and that's but what kind of causes be. him to be jaded to where we yeah, saw him. Yeah, like and I mean, they show the the building of the temple that yeah. Kylo burns down. Yeah. That's the exact temple. So it's like they're, they're acknowledging the sequels, and mm-hmm. they're they're saying so. Maybe it's different things like, and maybe it'll be in little tidbits, but it would be more like okay, you know, like even just as simple as like, hey, the Jedi weren't always right. Yeah. I know you think your dad turned to the dark side, but let me tell you about the council. Exactly. We've, we've said it before. Yeah. The council didn't have their hands clean. Exactly. They were just, you know, and that just to point out that they're, that, you know, nothing's perfect. Yeah. And then when him, so he would, he would take his Kylo thing as more of a failure because he could say, you know, Jedi are wrong. Mm-hmm. So I could fail. And it would make it, then we'd watch it again and be like, and we could just watch it again and just think that in our, in our heads. But now maybe it makes a little more sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think that's, as much as we can complain about some of the stuff, I think that's one of the greatest things that they're doing with this. Yeah. Is that it just makes it rewatchable. Yeah. All of this Star Wars stuff is rewatchable. And each time you rewatch it, it's like another layer or like a different take on it, or you can go delve deeper into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I definitely want to see them again. I mean, I even, I I almost, I, I almost think, we need to see Jar Jar again, just to like. I hope so. I I think so. I think I, I think we all something with him. I think we would all think it's cool. Yeah. I think we're all grown ups. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. like, oh no, he ruined it because he didn't. You know, just he didn't. What yeah. hat? Where is he? Yeah. Just see him for like two seconds running a shop, or is he in the Senate, or I don't know. I think Jar Jar was in 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 a way one of the first memes before yeah. <laughs> before memes were a meme. You know, they just yeah. wanted to blame it on him. But even they did stuff with him in uh, the Clone Wars, and they made him a little. They they still kept him him, yeah. but they made him work for the story. Yeah, exactly. So and they yeah. started including him more with the the Senate and all that. Yeah. So there's things they could do. like I say, and, and, and it's cool that they don't throw anything in the trash. It's like you got to work with what you got. Yeah. So that's why. But this this is very promising because this was this Obi Wan thing was very like bold. It was because this could have been like. Even though, like, I'm, I, you know, I even said, like, people with these continuity issues. Yeah. But this stuff happened before with the prequels yeah. and things. Because people say things like, well, how does Leia yeah. say, I kind of remember my mom, visions. And you could, you could interpret it, well, okay, as a baby, she remembers. Or maybe she's, mm. you know, whatever. But that's okay. Force intuitive, like but, I said last episode. Yeah, but it also yeah. goes away. Like, yeah. people say that, but they're still watching it. Mm. So I think whatever people's gripes are, because, and plus the internet's there and people are more vocal. Yeah. But really, I... I I think ge- generically people are liking this show's numbers wise to hit. Yeah. I think people are liking it. And I have no doubt like next episode, because I don't even know what I'm hoping for next episode. I don't either. You know I, what I, mean? I don't have any, like, honestly, like I wouldn't say it could end right now and I'd be satisfied, but I'm satisfied after this yeah. episode. Yeah. It's, I don't have any craving of wanting more. Yeah. Cause it, like the fight with Obi-Wan and Vader, it's mm-hmm. like if they fight again, it's, it's just going to be like, what little more things are they going to say? That's the more mm. interesting thing because you know they both walk away from that alive. So that's, uh, you know what I mean? You know everybody's going to be, you know, you know Luke's not in danger. Yeah. But it's almost like, 
is it just going to be the resolution and just uh, if it's a small scale thing mm. or are you going to do that one last big thing the Qui-Gon thing but anyway like from what we've seen I would just say the show's a success right now Definitely. if it just went out on a whimper so we got one more Obi-Wan show the end of the season so make sure you tune in for that Maybe I think we're going to try to squeeze in another keto show too because <laughs> I got to round in the keto trilogy <laughs> but uh, Kaim once again thanks for being here yeah no problem thanks for having me and we will see you guys <laughs>